especially Emirates are visiting all the time from Urbana because I'm never going there, right? <laughs> that was unnecessary to share on the podcast. <laughs> 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 <I was> just... <laughs> yeah, What's up, guys? Welcome back to an interesting discussion. Sometimes I'm your host, Ron. I'm back with the regular. I don't know if I'm your host, but whoa, I'm back with whoa. the other three hosts, the other three co-hosts, uh, Turin, Harsha, and Christian. And this week, we're just going to be talking about some... We're going to be following up with some of the discussion we had on the last uh, episode we had with the four of us, and also some events that have happened in our personal lives. Um, but first, we wanted to start on a more somber note. Um, this is being recorded a couple of days uh, after it was announced, uh, the UVA shooting uh, that occurred um, earlier. Oh, was, was it Friday? Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, um, this past week, in which three uh, football players, uh, their names, Devin Chandler... Deshaun Perry and Laryl Davis Jr. Um, we just want to send our prayers out to their family and um, their friend and especially just the, the Charlottesville community in general. Um, we've been to UVA a lot of times. Um, I know, I think I probably said on this podcast, I, I'm not a fan of UVA sports teams, but in this current times, it's, it's just it's just sad to see this happening. I mean, we our, our school division tech has also had a shooting in the past or recent past um, and it's just a tough times for everyone, but uh, we just wanted to uh, extend our condolences to everyone that's been affected. That being said, uh, we're going to move on to our first topic uh, today. Uh, it's going to be about FTX, which we're going to have our, our finance expert, Harsha, take over. Correspondent. Correspondent, yes. Mm-hmm. And expert, too, actually. So some people have said. Yeah, Harsha, I'm definitely not an expert, but <laughs> I can try. Um so yeah, those of you who don't know, um, FTX is a like a crypto uh, company that allows their customers to like buy and sell crypto on the platform. Um, and it was one of the big players, like Coinbase and other ones. Uh, and uh, you've probably seen like Tom Brady on some of those ads. Um, but yeah, they went bankrupt, so that's gone. Uh, it's um, it's kind of crazy. Uh, it's pretty bad for the industry as a whole just because uh like one of the major players has fallen so quickly and like kind of it's kind of for kind of shady reasons um so not great overall luckily for paxos which is where i work we're okay so that's good still have a job <laughs> um but i can just i guess i can talk about like how this happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so this guy, uh, FTX was founded like a couple of years ago by this guy named Sam Bankerman Freed or SBF, uh, and he, he sucks. He's a stupid guy. So <laughs> Bro, basically, he's a, he's a geek. I'll get into that later. Just go ahead. Yeah. So I think he like went to MIT, whatever. So he's a super smart, super smart guy. Um, but basically, he's super stupid. Yeah, he's super stupid and super smart. Insane. He's smart for making FTX and smart for I mean stupid for. Everything that happened afterwards. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this guy, Sam, also has a trading firm called Alameda Research. And basically that trading firm like buys and sells crypto. And he basically used um, the customer funds that he had in FTX to fund Alameda Research, which is just engaging in like arbitrage trading. So buying low on crypto and selling it high somewhere else. Um which is completely like you, you can't just use your customers' funds to fund your own thing. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Um, this Alameda Research also has a lot of FTT tokens on their balance sheet, which is the crypto token sponsored by FTX. So basically, they were really like linked together, um, which is why that since Alameda Research lost some of their like risky bets with their customer funds, like FTX also just as a result get screwed over and loses a lot of money so they lost like hundreds of millions of dollars of customer funds fall for bankruptcy um binance which is another company mm-hmm. was going to buy them and then the guy named cz who's like the ceo of binance just looked at it and was like nah i'm i'm out so then they got <laughs> <laughs> further got screwed uh binance had a lot of ftt token and they just dumped it all so that just dropped the value of that token from like 78 dollars to three dollars um we so should. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and what was funny about that too is once this happened, um, SBF and FTX, sorry, a lot of acronyms. SBF, they FTX. went to exactly. Um, 
they went to Binance and were like, hey, can you buy us out? Because we're having problems, obviously. And at first, people thought that that's what's going to happen. And then the CZ, like CEO of Binance came back. And he's like, nah, it's fucked up. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so he literally, he literally dumped all of their tokens. Quite literally just there. took out the whole yeah, company. Literally just, yeah, one of the, probably one of the best business moves of all time, honestly, I would say. Like, yeah. Anyway, go ahead, Harsha. Yeah, it's wild. I think another effect of this is that Solana, which is like a network that is primarily on FTX, also lost a lot of value. On it. It's like a fairly new one. So yeah, it sucks overall. Bad for FTX. Fine for me. Bad for crypto overall. Yeah, that's a summary. So this has no impact on Paxos at all? or No, uh, I mean, I think it impacts all companies, like including Paxos, because indirectly, if the industry takes a hit, then each company that's in the industry also has a negative impact because there's like less trust going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I'm trying those to things, get Those things, but like di- directly, directly, no. Oh, that's good. Yo, this dude, Sam, yo, he's a fucking nut, bro. He, so I think I mentioned it before where he came and talked at our like meetings that I worked at. They were like, they were like a main sponsor of the meetings as well, right? So we had like a, a semi-close relationship and we were, apparently like in the process of like getting them to become a member i don't really feel like going into what a member does but basically they can just like they have access to like research that we do and like they they can communicate with other people within the industry kind of just like have a good sense of what's going on but one of the big things he was talking about was regulation which i think we talked about when we talked about this before is trying to find a way to like get crypto regulated throughout the world and this guy was basically like okay with being like regulated, which I feel as though isn't as common throughout crypto. Like, I don't know. But anyway, this dickhead showed up on stage wearing a fucking t-shirt and shorts and sneakers while everybody else in the entire room was dressed to the nines. And like, he just sounded so, he literally was like Mark Zuckerberg from that Facebook movie. What it was called? The social network. Yeah. The social network what's his what's the actor's name jesse eisenberg yeah well he looked like him except with a huge curly brown hair like an afro um but he was like super cocky about like oh yeah you know we're like the the leading in like uh firm in the crypto industry like and then this was and this was like two months before literally two months ago (laughs) um and now he is worthless and i saw a completely unrelated article actually two articles one was that uh he played league of legends for a thousand hours and then he never got above bronze rank um and i don't know what the fuck that means i don't know (laughs) what the fuck that means but i know that bronze is usually like pretty bad so i'm I'm like this it means he sucks and then also the ceo of barstool was dming him trying to get him on on a interview so maybe that's out by now the time this episode is but I can only imagine how that conversation is going to go. Yeah, don't click off our episode for that. That's what you're trying to say. (laughs) Okay, maybe you're not trying to say that, I guess. (laughs) Uh, So, fuck that guy. Um, I also saw um, another thing, some quote he gave a while ago where um, the person interviewing him was like, I'm addicted to reading, which explains how I ended up becoming a writer. And then this guy, SBF, is like, I would never read a book. Uh, I'm very skeptical of books. I don't want to say no book is ever worth reading, but I actually do believe something pretty close to that. Wait, so that means he does say that no book is ever worth reading? Whatever. Then he said, I think if you wrote a book, you fucked up and it should be a six paragraph blog post. What does that that mean? Isn't like society built off the, the knowledge in books of like yeah like everyone before us <laughs> like yeah but true like is he talking about now like if, if it's i was now, gonna say like true this perfectly applies to like how you approach things like why would i read a whole book if i could just read the same exact information in a six paragraph blog post no, no no i i agree with him on that but to say that books as a whole are useless is the dumbest shit ever like <laughs> is he, right is he literophobic he's lazy Nice. And he's cocky. I guess he just comes across as cocky, like what Christian said. But yeah, and I think I heard that the board, the board of directors for FTX, like just included his dad, 
Um, oh, okay. I heard uh, about that, I think. But not sure, also, not yeah, sure if that's the, true. Um, but. His, his um, like investment company, Alameda Research, that he was funding with basically everyone else's money, um, the CEO of that company was his ex from like MIT or something. And there's a clip going around of her being like, um, yeah, like I, I don't actually use like any math anymore, like probably elementary school math nowadays. Hmm. They're like, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. They're like a quantitative, like, you know, hedge fund essentially for crypto. And she did. Yeah, like, but she's CEO. But she probably didn't do that shit anymore. I mean, I don't know, man. I feel yeah, like he's adding numbers to see how much profits he's making every month. I, I mean, don't, don't you do a fucking multiplication when you go to the gas pump? When you figure out how much you're about to pay for your gas? You know, yeah, the elementary school math, bro. Bro, you are, you do a multiplication in elementary school. It took me until junior year of high school to do a multiplication. Bro. I really hope Shut that's not true. <laughs> I think it's also important to mention, because we didn't necessarily say it outright, but this dude, he's going to walk away from this fine. You know, he'll still oh, have yeah. money. But Look, all of the people who invested... Yeah. Uh, in crypto using his platform are fucked like literally like if you didn't take your money out you're fucked like at least with like regular banks like when like the place Mm. that we put our money you know it's insured so if anything happens to the bank we get like up to whatever it's like fdic insured right you get up Mm -hmm. to 250k of your money back there's none of that for crypto really i don't think on his platform at least so whatever thousands of dollars these people put in there especially after um you know all of like the celebrity endorsements and, and shit that they did i bet I, I don't know what the figure is but i i bet you it's a fuck ton of money for normal people i mean mm. it's just fucked yeah and for um our company what we had to do was uh so we have some of our gold tokens on ftx like i mean people just buy it from us and like you can just use it on ftx but they just froze all of them, all the crypto assets over the weekend. So like mm. no customer like loses their money or anything like that. Mm. So that's what they had to do. Um, but I think generally for crypto, like there just needs to be more regulation. Yeah. Um, like actually, like this, this stuff can happen for it to succeed. And I, hopefully this is an example for the other companies out there to like not do anything so stupid. Mm-hmm. And I think overall it'll end up being good, better for it. Yeah. While we're on the topic, I recently came across a video on YouTube that went through like some of the most popular NFTs and where they are now. And about like 90 something percent of them are like like 30 percent of the value that they were when it was like everyone was talking about NFTs and Web3 mm. and all this type of shit. Like, yeah, because they're all fucking useless pictures. And then in the video, he said the ones that like have actually retained some of like some or most of their value are the ones that like give you some sort of value outside of it just being a piece of artwork that's like hype, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you guys know the Nelk boys on uh, YouTube? Unfortunately. I've seen some of them. Yeah. They're, the they're like the, they, they do a bunch of like pranks and like videos like that, but they had some, what one of their own F- NFTs, I think um, they released them for free or, or for not that much money. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it gives them it gives whoever has those nfts like access to like uh events with the youtubers themselves or like whatever and like that's like actually like a successful you know um project like it's a mm. it's like a, it's like a ticket it's like a ticket that you could sell even to for future events and stuff so um that makes sense why it kept its value but i just think it's funny that like everyone and their mom was on like dick riding these nfts and they're all bullshit now but I think it's good because that means like phase one of this like bullshit crypto stuff like meme coins and all that type of stuff or like whatever we just witnessed. Like being washed SGF. out. And- yeah, like it means it's moving forward. Like I think because this happened, like people aren't going to do the same dumb shit again, you know? Yeah. And also I don't think like Kim K and whoever are going to like start tweeting about like crypto coins and like scamming people out of money. I would, I, I hope this is going to make people have some sort of punishment for that type of behavior. They're just scamming your fans. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, they have the bag though, so. So much money. <laughs> so much money. I was showing like Harana or Harsha, I don't remember that like, so they're like uh, about a year ago, maybe two years ago, like 
when players would get signing bonuses for contracts, like they started like trying to be like, oh, I want to take my signing bonus in crypto or I want to just get like alternative forms of payment. And Odell, uh, like got a, he basically got a new team in the middle of the season and he like had to alter his contract a little bit. And because whatever he, whatever coin he like put his contract into, like he wound up owing the team money because it crashed so hard. <laughs> um, and sad. then, and then there's like a NBA player who got drafted like this past June or April. I think it was June. Um, and his rookie signing bonus now is worth literally dead even like nothing. There was also like a movement by this other player, like even like five years ago, I think, to try and get like his contract like turned into a crypto contract. But I feel like that doesn't make as I feel like it makes more sense to get money and then turn that into if you want to go buy crypto afterwards, because then you can't like owe the team money like Odell did. I mean, maybe we can, but I feel like you should do that on your own accord rather than trying to like get that into the legalese of your contract. But well, moving on from one dumbass CEO to another dumbass CEO, uh, we're going to talk about Elon Musk a little more. We talked about it on the last podcast for a long time, but there have been some updates that have come up in the last week or so. Um, does anyone remember what we talked about last time? Was it like the verification thing or what was it? <laughs> we yeah, mentioned we it, yeah. That. I mean, it, it's it's been wiped away since then, right? No, it's been pushed back. It hasn't even been like wiped away. It's like they're like re-rolling it out at the end of the month. Oh, oh, so he's just postponing more idiocy. <laughs> I don't know how we didn't see that shit coming. Like they're just—it's funny, I guess. Like companies imitating other companies and like posting dumb shit. But like, how do you not foresee that before launching this? They're supposed to be smart. That's the thing. Like, I don't think he's under—he hasn't like figured out what balance he wants between letting everyone speak and then like also mitigating like the fact that people are just gonna be stupid on Twitter and try to impersonate other people. He didn't see it coming because he fired all the useful people at Twitter, bro. Yeah, now there's no pushback really, right? Yeah. Ben's probably just surrounded by yes men. Yes. Also, I saw that uh, somebody asked him, I was like, oh, how are we supposed to know? Like, if everybody has, like, check marks, right? How are we supposed to be able to differentiate, um, like, who is trustworthy like politicians or journalists or whatever and he was like oh well it's not all the time that you know big uh, follower counts equals like reliable sources you'll have to like just do your own research or something like that i was like what the fuck then what the fuck is the point like <laughs> you're a fucking idiot yeah i like the idea of doing your own research though that's a good platform oh, but... we already did this bro shut up what oh i thought you meant like Kyrie. never mind oh no i wasn't talking about Kyrie. i just meant like that's not a bad statement to be saying, but in the context, yeah, it's kind of stupid. I feel like we, I mean, definitely talked about this in the podcast before, but it's really easy to just get biased by whatever you see on Twitter and not like look up both sides and do your own research. But yeah, I just hope Twitter doesn't change too much in the next couple of months, but I think it inevitably will with this guy in charge. I think in the next four months, Twitter is going to like be a completely different platform and I don't think it's going to be as widely used. I don't know if it's a hot take or a medium take. I guess what would what platform will rise in its place? We don't know, but something where there's speech regulation to the point because <laughs> it wasn't. To be fair, like it wasn't good on Twitter before. It wasn't this bad, but it wasn't good. Uh, I don't know something along the lines of what it was before. Maybe a little bit better with speech regulation, just like. Censoring out hate speech, like basically that's a, yeah. the biggest thing. And like, you know, racism and stuff. But I don't know what other forums there would be to get that information out because it's so widely used. But I feel like if you start charging people just to be who they are and then somebody else can pay the same amount of money and pretend to be that person as well, it just doesn't seem like a good model And over time. It'll just become so cluttered with all these like blue check marks that it, it won't matter. Like, it's like someone like AOC, for example, right? Say, because she has a long name. That's that's my point, and so that it doesn't always fit in like the the header of the tweet, right? 
Mm-hmm. But but they always put the check mark like at the end. And so and so it does so it doesn't actually show like the username, it shows like the the profile name. You know what I mean? Okay. Um so like if somebody just like copies her name and like copies her profile picture and gets a blue check mark, but like alters the username a little bit. Like no, you have another difference. You have to go like actually click on the profile to see whether or not it's the same person. You know, which I feel like for a lot of people it's just gonna be an extra step of like either getting duped or having to do too much work to verify everything they'll just stop using it. I don't know. Yeah. True another non Twitter user, what would it like what would you want to see on the platform for you to get onto Twitter and or you just you just don't want everyone to use Twitter? I mean it's not like I don't use Twitter, but I also don't think I use it nearly as much as you guys. But honestly, there's there's nothing that he could do to bring me on that platform more. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I'm I'm gonna use it for like what I use it for now is like if I'm trying to keep track of something, as in like, like in the past, I I used it to see when sneaker releases were, or like the PS5 release, or um nowadays like i'm in it always just recommends like funny tweets to me it just says like mm. recommended funny tweets mm-hmm. and that's just like good to like check up on every once in a while because you know you need to laugh in these tough days painful days you know that's about it or like you know, i'm rolled his eyes very well <laughs> they're just popular tweets man why, why what's wrong with that person Harsha, I, see, the, I see your likes. I see. Yeah, he did, likes, but bro. when he said it, when Prince said pain and like you know painful days, like Harsha was just rolling his eyes over you. <laughs> um, you don't yeah. think his pain is valuable? You don't think it's important that he's feeling no, pain? No, he yeah, it's valued eight dollars. Oh. <laughs> that wouldn't change anything for me. But yeah, and then I guess on top of that, I use it to like um, see like current events or, or stuff like that, like whatever's trending mm-hmm. at the time, you know? Mm. Yeah. Whatever the fuck he does to the platform is not going to affect how I use it. I what's, just your, think, what's your source of like social media news or like current events and stuff like that? Then, um, so if something happens, usually somebody that I follow on Instagram will post on their story. At which point, I will either Google or just go to Twitter if I want something quick to figure out where where like what's happening. I see, and that's it. That's the pipeline. So it's no exploration of yourself. It's just like someone else. It's like word of mouth and then you look into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just think his whole strategy of this like verification. I I probably Mm. said said this last time too. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I saw something like Twitter loses like $4 million a day, basically. So he's trying to make the the company like, like, you know, make more money, lose less money. Yeah. But then um, I saw something about like, I forget what percentage, but there's a certain percentage of Twitter users. Like if if all of them get uh, whatever the verification thing for $8 a month, it would cover like a day of Twitter's losses. Like it would give yeah. them $4 million a month. What the, what the fuck is the point of that? <laughs> Why wouldn't he just try to make the platform better and get more advertisers on it? Because now they all left because mm-hmm. he's an idiot. Yeah. It's just so brain dead, dude. For someone who's so good at running companies he's so shit there's also that picture that went around like right after he bought it it was like oh solving world hunger was six billion dollars but you bought twitter for 44 billion dollars or whatever the fuck it was (laughs) speaking of billion did you hear that uh, the earth not the earth what am i saying the world population (laughs) (laughs) hit eight billion uh humans today or something like that i didn't see that did you see the onion article where it said that um the Earth's 8 billion milestone was uh, momentarily paused after a bus crash. No, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> I wonder, do they know who the 8th billionth, 8 billionth person is? No, but on Ballsack Sports, they said the 8th billionth person was from Akron, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> you know, given the, the high like uh, population density, there's a, a good likelihood that the person's name was Pooja. <laughs> Where are you going with this, buddy? Oh man, you're the you're the you're the leader of this. this well, I was gonna parade. say I was gonna say instead of shitting on other people, it's time to celebrate one of our own. But you can go with this too. Oh, no, 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 you can use that. Oh yes, it is time to celebrate one of our own. Uh, oh my god, we have a voice. One of our own. <clears throat> one of our own. Uh, <laughs> Harsha recently had an event uh, that we all participated in. 
or not participated, but we pretty much just watched and clapped. But um, Arch, you want to explain more what happened this past weekend and why it's so monumental to you specifically? Sure. Um, <laughs> before I do that, though, I wanted to say one more thing uh, about no. the Elon stuff. Um, okay, go ahead. I saw something on Twitter that was like, Elon manages all his companies the same way. This is just the only one that's been more public. So I, I think it's just what he's been doing. And he oh, So you're saying he sucks? He just companies. sucks. But he's been successful with his companies, so. Yeah, but we just don't know how he's been managing his employees and all those. Like, it's more public on Twitter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. And like he, there, people are getting fired for just shit posting on Twitter about Elon. So dude, yeah, I saw that, dude. That was crazy. This one guy just like was like, he's been at Twitter for like seven years and he just said mm-hmm. something. He like put out one tweet. I forgot what exactly he said. And then Elon pretty much just said like, pack up your bags, you're done or something. Yeah. It was like, yeah. okay, whatever. You just like, he just put like the salute boss, like emoji. Was, yeah. Um, but Great. yeah, anyways, my event. Uh, last weekend, uh, and I had our engagement party slash puja. So this is Woo. different than what happened last year. Last year I proposed to her and we had a, just a regular party. This is more like official, uh, hmm. it was like a Hindu event and something you have to do before the wedding. Uh, so this is like, basically the significance is to like formally announce that you're getting married soon and where and having like, obviously the people are going to, they're going to be at the wedding also at this event and then just telling people. Um, it was cool. Uh, I actually didn't know what to expect because I've never been to one of these before. And like, I just asked my parents, they're like, yeah, I just sit down for like an hour and then eat. And I was like, okay, that's fine. I can do that. <laughs> but it was cool uh i didn't have to do really much at all of like the planning or anything um yeah i gotta say shout out to amrita and her family friends because yeah. the, the decorations in general were very well done so hmm. yeah they went off yeah it was crazy i probably did like one panel a little bit just helping but they, they did it so much and it took like two weeks to put all that together so yeah Thanks to everyone for the help. I don't know. They're definitely not listening, but um, <laughs> that's probably good. Yeah, uh, we exchanged rings, uh, signed some contracts. Wait, uh, you got a ring now, bro? Yeah, got a Let's ring. Let's go. Finally, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, he's I got a garland. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, then they got then ate food. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty simple, but it was it was it was good and kind of makes it more official, I guess, because now we're less than six months away. What do you guys think? It was also my first ever uh, engagement puja event, I guess. Uh, so I didn't. Oh, know Oh, really? To Yours too? Wow. <laughs> Christian's an expert, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was nice. It was it was nice uh, to be a part of it. I'm glad. We were all there for you. Um, um, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> oh, I will say I I could not. So I guess when you when you go to these pujas, you're expected to sit crisscross. Um, yeah. And I just physically cannot do that. So in that regard, it was a little painful. But um, I'll practice, you know, for whenever I need to do that next time. Christian, you got to stretch her on out a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I thought we were talking about what happened at the puja. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think I thought it was just me that like my legs were falling asleep about 20 minutes in. But everybody around me was also like squirming, trying to get their feet to like wake up and their legs to wake up. So I didn't feel as bad. Um, but the actual you know, ceremony <laughs> was was very nice. Um, the only other exposure I have is obviously at, at Turin's brother's wedding. Um, which was longer, but it was a different ceremony, if I'm right. Um, but equally as nice. So good to get prepared, even though I, Harsha, you tell me if I'm wrong, but we will be participating on the wedding day as the groomsmen doing something. So we won't just be sitting around. Is that true? I don't know. I think you guys are just sitting around. <laughs> okay. Oh, good. We're getting lots of training in for that. So. Yeah, there'll be chairs though. So there'll be chairs for everybody. You know what? That's I'll still say crisscross out of (laughs) out of solidarity with you. You know, true. Any comments? That's best, man. (laughs) You piece of shit. 
Whoa. Good job, Harsha. Harsha. Good job, Amrita. I know you're listening. Great job. Thank you. How, how about to the priest? Yeah, shout out to the priest. Yeah, what about the yeah. photographer? Shout out to the priest for coming early. Shout out to the photographer. Shout, yeah, shout out to the photographer for staying late. <laughs> shout out to everybody. If mm. you were there, shout you out to You were part of something special. Yeah. But we're actually, we're not done celebrating Harsha. There's another piece of big news that he's yet to reveal to the podcast. Um, and we'll get to that right after this ad. And we're backed. Backed? Sorry. And we're backed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, back. Back, we're back from the, the previous backed. Um, <sighs> Harsha, we're, we're, stop teasing us. What, what do you just tell all of us? What has happened in your yeah, life? It's definitely not hurt. I'm before. leaving. I'm leaving Virginia. You're leaving the podcast? Oh, what? Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. I never thought this day would come, <laughs> but I am leaving. Where are you headed to? What's going on? I'm going What's... to Chicago. I'm going to go get my part-time, I mean, sorry, get my MBA, <laughs> but do it part-time at UChicago. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. It starts in January. So it's right around the corner, like a month and a half to figure out how to live mm-hmm. by myself. And I mean, sorry, I won't figure out everything by then, but I need to figure <laughs> out how to get there and find a place and do that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be it'll be fun. But I'll be gone for just a quarter and be back the quarter of my wedding. So, not not going for too long just yet. Nice. Well, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Was this a hard decision for you to make? Should you move to Chicago? You have a lot of options. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't. That's so rude. Uh, you didn't have to say that, man. So I had options between Chicago and Chicago, so then I picked Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of the business school for the, for the podcast? Booth. Booth. Jump Boots Booth? Maybe yeah, should kill her at one. Damn. <laughs> I'm excited for you, but I mean, Chicago in the winter is going to be definitely interesting, but... I'm going to buy myself a Canada Goose, I think. Oh! Okay. I think it's worth it. Yeah. The red one I thought Grey Goose was the name of the jacket brand, not Game Goose. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Um, yeah, but I think when when summer rolls around after your wedding, you'll you'll have a nice uh, summer there for sure. So yeah, especially I'm with visiting all the time from Urbana because I'm never going there, right? <laughs> that was unnecessary to share on the podcast. <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> just... You hear that, Amrita? Oh, yeah. she be she be out there by then? She'll be there in the summer. Okay, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah, we'll we'll be sure to visit him too, right, guys? Yeah, visit me in January. Oh, no, no, no. Maybe February, maybe. Maybe after, <laughs> after the wedding. <laughs> Your quarters, you know, they're pretty short, so it's going to fly by, man. Yeah. I feel like, actually, if we all want to link up, we will go to Harsha because he'll be the center. Damn. What? I mean, damn. Why do you say damn? I want you guys to come to me. Why did you move to the center then? Go to fucking Oklahoma to City right now. I'm going to Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm also going to New York, bro. I know more people in New York than I know in Chicago. Same. I know only one person. Me. That's <laughs> <laughs> sad. My mom asked me the, yesterday. My mom asked me yesterday. She was like, so Harshi, you know, do you have any friends in Chicago? you know anybody? I was like, no. She was like, oh, how are you going to make friends? Okay, bro. I get this question every time when I say I'm moving to LA. So. You'll make yeah. friends, but just go ball. That's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah, go to Southside, bro. You'll make uh, some good friends there. You they have, they have a basketball club, though, so I'll join it. Nice. So, like, what the fuck are you going to do in Chicago? Realistically. You're going to work during the day. You have classes at night. Classes <laughs> at night. Like, and <laughs> oh, okay. Classes at night, just twice a week. And then, yeah. what are you going to do with the rest of your time? Homework. Um, cool. are you worried I, about I, I think like one of the most important things about doing NBA is like meeting people and like putting stuff out there and going to these clubs and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna try to do that as much as okay, I can. Maybe one of those guys, man. Yeah, keep myself busy, do that, meet people, uh, then play basketball, watch the Bears. Pretty much it. <laughs> the Bears in January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's 18 weeks in the season now. So you watch what one game? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you nervous or scared about starting this new chapter of your life, like essentially alone? 
no. Stop smiling, dude. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm curious yeah, you're smiling, answer. bro. You're fucking smiling. Uh, no, not yet. I think maybe closer to. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff I have to do before then. Yeah. I think I'm just more worried about finding an apartment. Mm. You're going to live alone? Yeah. I'm going to live alone. Hey, man, you saw me get through it. You'll be fine. I mean, I was definitely in a better position than you were in terms of like Damn, meals being fucked? some meals. Being, oh. No, I, no, I'm thinking I've been like with meals being accounted for and like that yeah. in that regard and like minority being furnished and shit. But you'll find your way, man. Don't worry about it. I hope your workload's like not that deep. I don't know. Like, I feel like that yeah. would be that would suck if like you didn't have time to do anything else because I know work is already, you know, pretty tough for you. Not tough, but like. Yeah, long it has its well, moments that yeah. could be a positive is that if the whole crypto industry just like explodes like well, you don't have a job anymore you'll have more free time <laughs> what do you mean you just don't have a job yeah. <laughs> Wait, Hush, if you did this full time could you have finished in a year or something no it's two years because hmm. they take the summer off hmm. Wait, so are you only doing are you doing one quarter and then starting again in fall no we're starting the summer you just said that they take the summer off no, for the full time students. Ah, I see. Oh, that's why it takes two. That makes, years. makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. So on your quarter off, are you gonna go back to your apartment that much? Because like you're still paying for it, right? Are you gonna try and sublet? Yeah, or? Uh, I'm gonna try and get somebody to live there, hopefully. But yeah, I'm not gonna go back until after the wedding, mm. just because I have to fly there. I heard it's a really pretty drive if you go through Cleveland. No, he'll get, he'll get distracted if he goes through Cleveland. Just, just drive into the just stop, on stop fire. Right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I thought about like not just not getting an apartment and then getting an apartment for a real like after the wedding, but mm. uh, I think it's just better if I just get an apartment instead of having to move my stuff twice. There, twice. Back. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, like I'd rather just pay the two months rent. Hey, Haran, can you do something for me? <laughs> Yeah, 21. Yeah. Keep going. Can you talk to the ops next for me? Oh, I, don't, I forgot what the next alley was. Yeah. Oh, 21. <laughs> so what Christian was doing there was singing a song <laughs> off the new uh, 21 Drake album. Singing is a stretch, but... Yeah, 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 I guess reciting a lyric from a song in the new 21 Drake album called Her Loss. Uh, which came out two weeks ago now. Sure. Um, I think. Uh, but yeah, what were you guys' thoughts on that album? They're just so horny. <laughs> it's mostly Drake. It's a little bit I think, Yeah, I think Drake has like pushed 21 to become even more horny. He's also, like, Drake's like like mid-30s, right? Yeah, he's like 37. What? Bro. No? I think he's like Sky. 32 or 33. Oh. I think it's like 38. My final. 36. Yeah. Old bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Just kidding. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sure he really appreciates that. <laughs> Wait, that means he came up when he was 22. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so I guess some context. So when the album dropped, Christian was playing it on call for us. I don't think Trin was there by that point. It was just me and Harsha. Um, and the first three songs, <laughs> we were just fucking laughing pretty much. Uh, and I I listened to the rest of the album after we got off the call, just like while I was going to sleep. And I thought it got progressively better. I think my final take on the album now, after listening a couple, maybe like three or four times through, um, the lyrics are pretty corny when you consider Drake's age and like, just like I don't know, just it, just it pretty much just Drake's age and like just what he's been through. I feel like it's kind of corny to be like rapping about some of this shit. But that being said, I feel like there are some pretty decent songs on here. I don't think there are any banger mm-hmm. songs, mm-hmm. but there are definitely a lot of decent songs on the album. Um, it's definitely a more. It's pretty much like a seventy percent Drake album, thirty percent twenty one album, yeah. which is not what I wanted for. Just because I'm as of right now, I'm a bigger twenty one Savage fan than I am a Drake fan uh, personally. Uh, but First time through listening, I yeah, that was a four out of ten. But now after like listening through four or five times, I think it's a, like a, a seven. Um, definitely still left more to be desired, but it wasn't overall too bad. Definitely a step up from Drake's fucking dance pop album that came out in May or whatever or June. I echo those thoughts. 
Um, except I like that it was Mordrake, not completely 21. Uh, because I feel like 21 is very... His lyrics Limited. are a little bit more aggressive, and I prefer Drake. Drake's, uh, I don't even know if you want to call it melodic. I don't know. Like, singy rap over 21, sometimes. But that's delivery. You're talking about delivery or lyrics? Delivery, I guess delivery, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's right. So I listened to this album one, one time through. Like, half of it was when Christian was playing it that day. That's another half, like, just after that. I think the, the back half of the album was better. Overall, the album was not good because of what Haran said. And for that reason, I give this, like, a f- five and a half just to not give it a five. Hmm. I didn't have... Oh, the- also, sorry. The day he posted the album, those sus-ass Instagram stories <laughs> <laughs> definitely so not, lowered not the six. rating, too. Is that a time for you, Harsha? Okay. No, no, no. Lowered that shit. <laughs> I, I thought Harsha was an avid reader and uh, no, we're not, we're, not we're, not we're, not we're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. Yeah, so I mean, I well, I was the one playing it, so I didn't have a diluted whatever audio of this, the, the album while I was playing it. But yeah, Drake just frustrates me as an artist. Like, effectually. <laughs> artistically <laughs> okay that's it Dave I just want to make sure on the same page <laughs> yo you got some shit you gotta work out but um <laughs> but yeah uh, it's just frustrating man like there's so, there's times in this album I was like oh damn like this actually like I kind of like this Drake but there's times in this album where he's just such a fucking weirdo. Dude, brother, what's that song where he literally just like a four-minute outro where he's just singing, bro? <laughs> you know what you were talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was... It, like, it went on for so fucking long. It, like, literally ruined the song for no reason. There's just no... And I applaud him for being experimental, like, trying different shit. But I don't fucking know. He's just annoying, man. Like, I know we just touched on it a bunch. The fact that he's almost 40 and... He's talking about like pussy and millions. Kind of but like it's just the way he approaches things. He was like it was like a line was like, if you a dog, I'm a dog roof. Like bro, <laughs> like you're almost 40 and you're saying shit like that. Like, bro, I don't know. It's just annoying. Like, there's actually some like uh there's a few like there's some songs on this album that are just one of the artists. Like there's like four Drake songs and then one 21 song and the rest are mixed. Kind of like how we mentioned before, not really like 50-50 split. Um, I think first time through was definitely like a three. And then second time through is probably like a six and a half, which is a lot higher up than pretty much everything. I think Drake has released since if you're reading this is too late. Like mm-hmm. I probably haven't wouldn't give any of those other views except for maybe views. Oh yeah. Like above a five. Scorpion? So, not not a fan of Scorpion, bro. Nah. <laughs> All forty songs of Scorpion. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing is is that Drake has become like the epitome of a popular artist that puts out quantity over quality. Like between all, I'm sure I can find like four or five songs on each of those albums that are that I like. But if you have like 35 songs, like what the what's the point? Yeah, the fucking hit rate is so low. So yeah, I wish there was more 21. I think there were also a couple of times where he was a little cringy, but his lines make me geek because he's not taking himself seriously. So the problem with Drake is I think he's trying to take himself seriously. I think that's probably the the. Main thing, but I do enjoy the memes that came out of this album. The memes out of this album were were a one. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the like the video of the WWE like intro thing where they played <laughs> the intro yeah. of the song, where like mm-hmm. they have like Drake like dressing or walking like a girl like doing like all yeah, the yeah. motions. She was a geek, and they showed a Twenty One Savage on stream, and he was like, "No, nah, <laughs> the fuck is this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's so uncomfortable for <laughs> But yeah, it was good. It was yeah. good. Yeah, I think 
twenty one was just underutilized in this album. It was it didn't play to his strengths, um, which makes me more excited for the Metro project coming out because I feel like he'll be probably yeah. on that. I don't know. I think he'll do a lot with more different artists and like he did before. But yeah, hopefully he's on there. I feel like Toronto will still be only three or four songs. This should be good. But anyway, yeah. Um, I guess all in all, we're all kind of underwhelmed a little bit by the album. But it's nice to see Drake actually rapping kind of again. Yeah. As opposed to his recent attempts. But to, to continue our, our review process, uh, the rest of this episode will be filled with spoilers of the latest Marvel movie, Black Panther 2. Is there, is there a subtitle? Is Wakanda, it Wakanda, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. So, um, yeah, if you have not watched this movie and you want to see it, then like skip to the end of this episode or just, no, just skip to the end of this episode. So yeah, don't go anywhere. <laughs> um, don't go anywhere. Or just, actually, no, don't skip to the end of this episode. Like just put your volume down and wait until we're done talking. Yeah, we need that it. retention rate. You know? So anyway, continue. Uh, Harsha, I know you saw it separately from the three of us. So I would like your opinion first so that, yeah, just so that we get your opinion and it's not different than ours. <laughs> yeah, I saw it on Sunday with my cousins and her uh, and <laughs> okay that's all necessary <laughs> why you say L so much bro <laughs> i'll tell you after initially like i liked the movie overall uh just because i had Ugh. low expectations for it considering the other recent marvel movies that came out and i think i also liked it because i saw it fairly early so I didn't have any. I didn't have anyone else's impressions before going in. Mm-hmm. I feel like my problem with the initial Black Panther movie was that I saw it like two weeks after, and everyone was raving about it. And I, even though it was a good movie, I was kind of underwhelmed. Wait, did Black Panther um, get like? Didn't it get nominated for like Academy, like, like Best Picture award? Like the yeah. first one. Yeah, that's crazy. That that's fucking crazy. Sorry. So well, what would you guys rate the first one? Like a seven. Seven and a half. Damn, really? bro! I thought that is like a nine. That's what I thought too. I thought nah, it was bro. Like it's kind of it's kind of cringe. I think the, the the third act of that movie is pretty shit. Like the fight scene, like with the him and Killmonger at the end, was pretty ass. I don't know when I rewatched it at least. Wait, I like that um, whole end scene, the uh, whole end fight scene, like the whole I mean, thing, you, like but, starting from when he comes back and he's like, "I'm back, bitch!" Like starting from there. I just feel like that fight, that fight scene of them, like in the whatever underground thing they were in, with like the metro, whatever going past them, like the tr- whatever that shit. Metro like trench. <laughs> it was just, I just feel like it visually didn't look that good. But that's like Marvel's problem with most of the third acts, in my opinion. But um, I also thought like the storyline was okay. I think like the characters were good. Like it was not, it's a good movie. It's one of the what better like first Marvel movies out there. But for the hype that it got, I think it was kind of not right. But I mean, that was just my opinion. Anyway, I don't think it was best story. pick. I don't think it was Academy Awarding, Academy Award winning kind of film, in my opinion. I think it's more of a cultural impact than like the actual like movie. Yeah, the cultural impact like, of the movie was the soundtrack's amazing. The visuals of that movie is great. But the soundtrack was oh, what? I don't think the you don't get it nominated for an Academy Award because your song soundtrack. You get nominated I mean, for a Grammy Award. It. It's part of it though. Like not not even not the original not Kendrick's soundtrack. I mean even like the movie soundtrack was good too. Like, I feel like everything as a whole you mean the, the score. spectacle. Yeah, sorry, the score. Okay. Like sense. as a whole I mean I was saying the soundtrack as in referring to Kendrick and Ludwig Gorens and whatever that composer was. Um it was a spectacle. I just don't think as like a movie it's that strong. But yeah. Okay, sorry. Second movie. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I think everything there just got cut out because it's completely irrelevant. Well not yeah. Not completely, but Hoshi continue. Yeah, so what was I saying before cut? I, I was saying the first one you were uh, underwhelmed. Yeah, the first yeah, one I, I was underwhelmed first. by the first one. Um, so I think I liked this. I would give it a seven out of ten as well, seven and a half maybe, um, like similar rating. But I was I was less disappointed than I was coming out of this one than the first one. Uh, something that I didn't like was that it's kind of slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Building up to the last fight scene kind of took a little bit too long. It was cool that they dove into wasn't no more that his name no more yeah like, Ooh, that guy's backstory. Gone. I thought I thought it was good uh, his backstory and how he justify like what he wanted to do. His pointy years look kind of funny, but uh, <laughs> he was a good character. Um, yeah, and uh, 
I really liked uh, her Black Panther outfit. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I'll go next to somebody who doesn't give a shit about movies, like in general. Um, that being said, I'm also not the type of person to normally go home and like look up like not conspiracy theories, but just kind of like I don't know fan theories. Pe- yeah, fan theories and people analyzing the plot. And that movie did absolutely nothing to change that. So I still don't do that shit. Um, because I walked out of this movie and I was so fucking frustrated because. Sexually not what? Because it's just so. All right. So I had the opposite uh, experience of hardship was there. For this one, I saw a bunch of people being like, oh, this is the best Marvel movie since fucking Avengers and all this bull cough. I was like, damn, is it really like, because like I said, I, I rate the, the first Avengers like a lot. And so I was like, damn, like, I don't think this one will be as good, but you know, maybe it can be close. And I'm not going to go as far to say that like this does disgrace to the Black Panther name to have this movie attached to it. But I will mention that, that that could be said. Um, I like some of the characters. I do like the villain a little bit. I think the ending is completely fucking stupid. Um, a lot of I we talked about this at the theater, but the CIA fucking thing is the biggest waste of time in this entire movie because there's actually no resolution whatsoever. There's gonna be a World War Three and fucking Black Panther three spoilers for the spoilers. Uh, I don't fucking know. I I wish that they did a lot more with the the other. The, the underwater place. I feel like that was an untapped potential. Talokan. Um, I didn't... I mean, I understand why they brought, like, a an outsider in. Because she's smart as hell. But also, the character didn't really line up that well. It was, like, the, the reasoning behind it. Other than the fact that she's smart. Yeah. It was like, kind of forced. Like, yeah. if she was, like kind of like how T'Challa was in the first movie like living in America and found out he was Wakandan or something like that like, that would make more sense to me but that just didn't it wasn't there um, so I would give this movie like a like a 5.5 out of 10 but it was filmed in Boston a little bit so like it's like a 6.5 <laughs> oh, one thing I forgot to mention when I was talking about this was I think that they did a good job addressing Chadwick yeah. yeah that's true I feel like that part uh, came across pretty good yeah I think we I think something important to preface is that Ryan Coogler and his team were like they'd already like pretty much had the script written with Chadwick in the movie and mm-hmm. like they'd already sent it Chadwick saying like take a look at it all this stuff um and then like a month later Chadwick passed away sadly and mm-hmm. then like they had to pretty much re I don't know how much they rewrote I don't know if they really made public what the story is going to be beforehand but they had to like rewrite everything with like the side characters essentially of like Black Panther the first Black Panther um, and so, I, I will say that it felt like she was a side character in this movie as well, at least to me. That I thought she put in a pretty good performance. I don't mean her acting. I just meant like the character itself. Yeah, I think like they, they tried their hardest to make her a main character because they needed like someone to take that mantle. Right. And I feel like watching this movie, the first thing I kind of thought it was like Chadwick's, Chadwick Boseman presence was missed like pretty thoroughly in this movie i feel like he mm-hmm. just like has like that i don't know if it's the aura but i guess like i mean after like, being in like four marvel movies in a row like you just associate black panther with him and with him not in the film it kind of just feels off but that being said i thought his mother i forgot the character's name but the queen and mm-hmm. shuri like their performances were really good in the movie and i feel like they kind of carried it um honestly i kind of wish the queen didn't die because i feel like she was carrying that movie pretty hard like she went off um but uh i think the general story was not too bad i think we talked about this after after watching in theaters but like it just feels like whatever they do with now with the cia story and then like um riri williams character like the iron heart character like everything just seems forced to just make more movies and shows out of it so it's like kind of i don't know it's hard it's hard to feel like invested in the storylines because like you know they're going to be fleshed out for like later down the line um and they're kind of just like putting them in now so they can talk about them later uh but it was like the the, the main storyline was just like the battle between um wakanda and dalokan the underwater city i thought it was it was it was cool for them to draw comparisons one thing i really wish they did was like they showed 
like the under underwater city a lot more. I feel like they were supposed to like believe that there it's like the Wakanda equivalent, but kind of when they showed it, it was just like dark and like kind of I don't know. It wasn't like as nice looking as I thought it to be. Yeah, you guys seen Aquaman? Like I don't know if anyone's seen Aquaman, but they show Atlantis and Aquaman, and like that shit looks hella nice and like over the top kind of nice, like with this like super like bright and like all these like crazy things going down on, like there. But here it was kind of looked like it was like a it wasn't a shipwreck, but they were pretty much like living in a cove, which is like kind of like dark and just like not that nice looking. I don't know. I kind of wish they made it look a little nice compared to like what Wakanda looks like to all of us. Uh, but I thought the characters were good. The story was kind of and like Christian said, the ending was pretty stupid when you think like they pretty much kill like half their warriors for nothing because they just united at the end. It could have saved so many lives, but um. Yeah, I th- I would give it like a seven and a half. I think the biggest thing was that the fact that they it was like the first serious Marvel movie in a long time, and like they didn't have to like because usually like the Marvel formula recently is just like oh let's dilute the storyline which is a bunch of jokes to like relieve like the the feelings and like the the hardships that the characters are going through for no reason to the point where like Thor four was a joke or Thor three was a joke or four yeah Thor four was a joke um. But I'm glad that they didn't really do that with this movie too much. They they let it be serious because it was it's like it's a serious thing, right? Going through all that grief. Um, so for that, I I commend the director. But yeah, I think a seven seven and a half is my rating. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what more I can add to that. I think it's like a six out of ten. I think the movie was super slow. I think the plot, much like any movie that's come out after Infinity War, made me not feel anything or not really give a shit about what happens to the characters. For example, in the ending, I didn't really give a shit whether he, whether Namor died or whether he lived or whatever the fuck was going on with Shuri. I didn't, I really did not care. I think they wasted so much time with the CIA stuff when they could have been using that, um, or on to your point to either better show off the technology that the Talokan people had, or even at least just show more of like, Because, like, Wakandans are, like, the most advanced people out there, right? And I feel like they didn't, I don't know, I I don't don't think they really, like, utilize, like, that portion of their being at all, really. Like, even when she made the new suits for Okoye and the other girl, number one, why didn't they give those suits to, like, fucking everybody? Number two, even with those suits they just added like Iron Man boosters to the shoes and then they called it like a new suit. Like what the fuck was the difference fam? Cause yeah. she said in the movie, like these new, the blue ones with the long hair and shit is supposed to level the playing field. So I thought they were all going to go into the water and fight these water people with these new suits. And it would be some crazy shit. And they were going to go to Talakan and fight there or something, whatever. I think it makes more sense to not put it out there, put, fight them down there. Cause then they're just being disadvantaged, right? Cause they don't know that the trains like the Talakan people no, no i know but like i feel like i know i understand what you're saying though yeah yeah and i also feel like when um when people are fighting like in these movies like when they're fighting um like somewhat at a disadvantage but they still win it gives me more like i don't know i care a little bit more you know yeah um yeah like, i also feel like the iron heart girl was like an afterthought um the ending was really fucking stupid um the C- yeah the cia shit was stupid um also like shuri like i get the part that like you know she got like the the vibranium plant and like made the dna to make the um the, the other herb. thing yeah uh, th- that felt like really easy i don't know to me i guess it, i guess it's a good way to like but I think it was like it was payoff because she couldn't do it when her brother died and like right. she has to like deal with that. Yeah, that's fair. I I guess I'm not too fussed about that part. It just still felt kind of like a Yeah. I don't know. I had I don't a really, know. Yeah. So I had a really bad feeling that they were gonna like try to do like a Fast and Furious thing Furious thing where like they they use like a body double or something to like bring Chadwick Boseman back when like they, he goes to Ancestral Plane. But I'm glad yeah. that instead they brought Killmonger in and like had that like kind of, not like a plot twist, but like a different arc to yeah. Shuri's character. Yeah, yeah. I, I like thought that, that was cool. I like that too. Um, one more thing that I thought about before I went to bed last night, this is what I saw yesterday, was like in the beginning of the movie when Okoye first fought them on that bridge when they were saving that scientist girl, 
she like essentially like killed them with the spear and they came back to life right mm-hmm. okay they never addressed that right yeah they never talked about that ever again like they didn't like when when they're on the side of the ship and like shuri was like black panther on these fuckers and she like scratched them they were just like oh you know fall off and they go back yeah, yeah there was back. no yeah where that's the true fu- what, the f- <laughs> what the fuck was that she wasn't doing anything yeah they're supposed to like make it like made it look like indestructible yeah and then, exactly. like, everyone gets scared and they just forgot about it i guess i don't yeah, know man, i don't know and it's not even like when they're on the bridge, like they were in the water, you know, like the, if the water yeah. was healing them, like if they got, got back in the water and then came back up or some shit, they'd be like, oh, you know what? Like the water is healing them. Um, but like the way they made the 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 realization that Namor like lives through his skin breathing or whatever is like, that's so stupid. Like that just yeah. came out of nowhere, you know, yeah, like yeah. absolutely out of nowhere. Like, oh, he's in the air and he's in the water. He's living wow he must be breathing through his skin what the fuck are you talking about i literally i looked at Emmy who's next to me like what the hell like i put my hands on it's so stupid um, um one more thing i wanted to add was like, i feel like visually it was one of the better marvel movies in recent memory i feel like they've been kind of like phoning in with their vfx stuff like it's been looked pretty shit i don't know when i was dr Strange 2 i was like this movie looks kind of just dog shit all over the place but i feel like it looked better in this movie i thought like the way they handled no more is like flying was kind of cool like he wasn't just like flying around like he was kind of like juking them i don't know yeah, like, he was, he was like, like skating it, yeah it was pretty lit yeah, i don't know I, I like how they did that animation um yeah i thought the, the fight scenes were decent i wish there was more fighting in general i feel like it was yeah. pretty for like yeah. a three almost a three hour long movie there was not that many fight scenes which was oh, kind of who annoying. the fuck's idea was it to make this movie three hours long yeah bro no. it could have been two hours easily, easily it could have been, been like 140 if i'm being honest but <laughs> i still think sadly it's somewhat somehow the best movie of phase four uh or like up there with like shang chi okay, like realistically does anybody give a shit about phase four now that end game and infinity war happened like i'm not trying to be like diminutive diminutive no i think i think but, people uh i think people aren't nearly as interested i just think they had so much more money to blow after infinity war they made like however many billion dollars billions mm. of dollars um and also it's disney now it's not just marvel right like disney controls disney. It. so i think disney is just a powerhouse and pumping out content even if people aren't going to watch it they still make money on it because disney is such a big huge fucking yeah i think people are still watching it i think like the general care in the public has gone down but there's still people that are like what to see and they're going to make money off it so why not keep making more i guess I mean, I'm one of those suckers, so I guess. Fucking that. Maybe people will care when they find out about Kang in the next movie. What are you doing What's the next movie? Right now? What's the next movie? Ant-Man, Ant-Man. Quantum Mania. Uh, I'm good, bro. I didn't even like the original Ant-Mans, I don't think. I don't even want... I haven't watched the original This looks like the I'm first good. Ant-Man that's actually going to like have stakes, so that could be cool. Ooh. See, they got you hooked already, bro. It could be the biggest piece of dog shit, and you're already gonna go watch it. No, I'm, I'm a Marvel fan, though. Like, I, I feel like I've been pretty Dick Rider, motherfucker. <laughs> no one's asking to watch. Nothing will ever be as shit as Wonder Woman, though. The day that a Marvel like, movie comes out that it's as bad as Wonder Woman is the day that I stop watching movies. Wait, did you ever see Wonder Woman 2? No, why would I watch that? No, you no, have actually, to watch no, one. I started, it's no, no, so I started bad. watching Wonder Woman 2. If you hated Wonder Woman, the worst movie I've ever dude, seen. If you hated Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 2 is worse. Dude, the I, things you would say about I Wonder saw, Woman 2. I think, I think my brother and, and my sister in law were watching, and I came down and I saw, I saw the first like, 20, 30 minutes. I was like, this is. Oh, no, we talked about this on the podcast. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I need to find that. If, you, if you're a listener and you know what episode that is, tell me so that I can re listen and make myself angry about that movie again because it's so fucking stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> what a dumb how did you remember so the name what oh, she's a fucking maniac what she like screams out this like name and harsha fucking remembered the name from that yeah the movie. dad in the movie he's like the guy from narcos and he just keeps screaming his kid's name the whole movie and oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah alistair, yeah. alistair. Oh, yeah. at the end at the end yeah yeah fucking stupid f- motherfuckers at dc fucking dude I saw a meme of like of some Black Panther that was saying if uh, Taika Wahidi or that guy that made Thor was the director of this movie, this is what the, the dialogue oh, yes. would be. It was I just a picture of the whale and it's like whale, whale, whale. <laughs> 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 I 
I saw that. That's pretty funny though. Dude, it's so sad because I actually like like Taika Watiti as the director because I saw well Thor three and then there was oh, Jojo Rabbit, which is a good movie. You guys haven't seen that before. And I was like, oh, this guy like he's got like the formula down between like balancing comedy and like like real storyline. And then Thor four came out, and I was like, this guy's fucking lost it. I don't know. I don't know if I can. Dude, I, I, know, I, I hate that Thor four was like Bar. so bad, dude. Like Thor, I like after Ragnarok, he he became. Oh, okay. After Ragnarok, he became my favorite character. one. I think yeah, favorite favorite character. Um. Because like not only was he strong, but like actually like funny and had somewhat of like a, of like a struggle, you know. With like, like he's his... gone through a lot of shit if you think about it. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> like, both of his parents. Yeah. His brothers, whatever, wherever, dead. Yeah. Maybe alive. And like his story arc in in, uh, Ragnarok was so fucking lit, so good, and then just to throw it all away with this stupid. But they ruined bullshit, him in Infinity War Especially with bro. Natalie Portman. Oh my god, yeah. what a waste. They literally like they made him into a joke in Endgame and they made it even worse as like they went on into Thor 4. And it's just yeah. Alright, that's enough MCU talk. Um and in fact that's enough talk for all of us. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> fuck Wonder Woman. <laughs> that's like, DC, man. I'm gonna cut I out don't the give wonder. You're gonna cut out cut out what? I'm gonna cut the out the wonder. wonder. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so we're gonna wrap it up there, guys. I uh, think wanna thank you guys for listening to this episode. If you liked what you heard. You can check us out on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Someone help me out here. What, what, what am I missing? Audacity. Microsoft Edge. Microsoft Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Internet Explorer 7. Um, Windows 98. And you can also check us out at Instagram, on Instagram, at an interesting discussion where you'll find our uh, regular posts. You'll have teasers uh guest posts quotes all that shit all those shenanigans you can find us there but yeah we'll catch you on next week's episode with a special guest um and we'll see you guys next time bye bye, bye. bye.